The Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce is a business advocacy organization serving southeastern Berks, western Montgomery, and northern Chester counties, as well as the Route 422 corridor. Our office has been located in Pottstown for our entire 90-plus years in business since 1927. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Chamber Chat with the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. My name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank, and I'll be your host for this podcast. Remember the last time you called your bank and heard... Press 1 to wait for the next available representative. Press 2 to leave a voicemail. Now, listen to the difference at the Victory Bank. Hello, Victory Bank. Jennifer speaking. Real people. No voicemail. Everyone deserves a victory. The Victory Bank. We exist to help our clients fulfill their visions and dreams. Member FDIC. Did you ever wish you had friends for business benefits? Well, you do now with the Ben Exchange. Stop by their website today at benexchange.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome into this episode of the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce Chamber Chat. My name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank, and I am here with another great guest today who has taken advantage of being on the Chamber Chat podcast. I'm here with Amy Knopp from Amy's Upcycles. Amy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Bill. You're excited to be here. I am. I know you are. I know you are. So I've been asking a lot of my guests because it's been a lot of firsts with the podcast. Is this your first podcast? It is. Yes. (laughs) You're breaking us all in. Golf clap. Golf clap. I love it. I love it. So we've known each other for a while now. Mm -hmm. We've had coffee. So this is, I feel like we're just going to sit down and have another cup of coffee together. Great. Uh, We could actually brew something here if you wanted to. Excellent, yes. Okay, Okay, well, I'm not going to break away from the podcast to do it. I didn't really mean that, but... um, Called your bluff. Yeah, you did. You did. Good for you. Uh, So, first of all, I have have to tell you, I know from seeing all of your social media, and we'll get into all this, and from some custom work that you've done for me, you do amazing work. Thank you. But for those who don't know what Amy's Upcycles is... Please tell us. Sure. I build and refinish furniture and or home accessories or pretty much anything you can come up with. Mm-hmm. So I do, it kind of falls into a couple of different categories. I, when I started out, I started out refinishing um, existing pieces of furniture that I would purchase at auction or on Facebook Marketplace or something like that. I would just come across a great piece with great lines um, that had maybe seen better days, would fix it up and sell it at a shop. And that, I actually started my business in Minnesota, and that's how kind of that started. There were lots of shops there that sold that kind of furniture. When I moved here, this is much more antiques-based, obviously because of the rich history of this area. And so it wasn't as easy to find a place to sell from here. But then kind of I got my feet wet and sold a few pieces, and then um, my business has turned largely into custom work. Um, People asked me to build them something specific. They have a piece of furniture of their own that they, you know, isn't quite working or has seen better days and just need it fixed up. Um, I'll do that. Or they just say, hey, I'm looking for a piece, um, you know, a Victorian whatever, and I try and source it for them and then fix it up for them. Yeah. So give me some. Give me an example of some of the things. So I'm going to ask you a few different questions here. Give me an example of some of the things that you've sourced from just like people throwing things out 
or just getting from somebody who is donating it to you? Sure. Well, I have some connections. It's actually really um, kind of heartbreaking when you see the amount of quality furniture that gets thrown into a dumpster. And actually, the people that are getting rid of it have to pay to get rid of it, which is even more painful. But, um, you know, when people unfortunately pass away or whatever, families can't absorb an entire house of furniture. So, you know, they take the pieces that they want or that they can, and the rest are beautiful, often very beautiful pieces that no one knows what to do with, and they Mm -hmm. just get tossed. So I've made some connections with people, you know, in those industries you know, that kind of give me a heads up when there's some quality furniture there that I can purchase or, um, you know, can source it at auctions, which is really the next step of um, people who have cleaned out homes or whatever, cleaned out estates, mm-hmm. find beautiful pieces there. And I have been known to uh, to do a little dumpster diving and, and some uh, roadside treasure um acquisitions so, so oh, i like how you put that Roadside that, that's a very fancy. acquisitions. yeah <laughs> i like that and so, i always ask but <laughs> so so I, I so i have a confession to make right like i've known you for a few years now but mm-hmm. prior than that i would just see a piece of furniture that would be on the side of the roadway and not even think twice about it but since i've known you i'm always like i'm trying to ascertain as quickly as possible whether or not this is something i should call you about <laughs> <laughs> To see, I love that. To, Thank you. To see whether or not you would, you know, if it's something you want. I mean, most of the time, honestly, they, they look pretty like Monday, like a bookcase. Right. So there's no of those great lines, and it's just a, um, uh, what do you call that, particle board. Exactly. You know, that kind of stuff is not the stuff you're looking for. You're looking for, like, quality uh, furniture. But then even stuff that just has a little bit of character to it. Absolutely. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I don't mean to sound like a curmudgeon or anything, but they – they do not make furniture the way they used to. Mm. And, um, you know, I can attest to that. My husband can attest to that because he's had to schlep some of this furniture home and it weighs about a million pounds. Um, and they just, it's not made that way. And even even high-end furniture stores these days, um, a lot of the furniture, I know because I've been a little surprised when I've refinished it, is just veneer over particle board. Mm. Even the high-end stuff that you wouldn't think would be. Interesting. Is. So... Um, you know, when I get a hold of an old table or something and it is solid wood, it's just mm, very yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can see you see it for the character that it has. There's grain to it. There's Absolutely. edges to it. There's, you know, in some color. Now, you may change that, but, right. you know, you have an opportunity to kind of assess the whole the whole piece there. Right. So give me an example of, um, I don't know, let's say, talk about three projects. Three projects that you've done where you've gotten a piece of furniture and you refinished it to a client's specifications or maybe even something that you did creatively. Yeah, I've done a big one right now is dining room sets. Hmm. I think a lot of people, you know, who've had quality sets for 20 plus years or whatever, they've shown wear and tear, but they're also ready for a little something different. And a lot of what I get is people wanting the blend of um, stained wood with some paint. It's kind of like a modern twist. They get, you know, obviously it's very cost effective to do it that way. You're you're keeping your own quality set of furniture. You know, lots of refinishing tabletops, but then maybe painting the legs, um, painting the chairs. You know, I've done a lot of, you know, black accenting the wood and and Mm. stuff that have come out, you know, really nicely that way. Yeah, I've done side tables and buffets and just sort of, 
I mean, I always work with the client, obviously, um, to make sure that I'm hitting the mark. Um, some clients want to be more involved than others. Some just say, just Have do a, something with it, be creative. Um, I, can, and, you know, I can speak to that, which I will in a moment. <laughs> but go ahead. And, um, you know, others are very, very specific in what they want. So I try and assess early on, you know, how involved the client wants to be in every decision and then take it from from there gotcha. and some some give me lots of latitude and others know exactly what they're looking for mm-hmm. so so how would you describe the project that I had asked you to or that I commissioned I guess you'd say that sounds like such a we're <laughs> <laughs> so fancy you know, like, <laughs> I need to commission an item um, but how would you describe that project that you completed for me a leap of faith on your part <laughs> right yeah, you asked me to um, to do a clock, and you I don't even remember the exact parameters you gave me going in. It wasn't much. It, it was not, and I just, I asked you to just, I had a vision of what I wanted to do, and I uh, asked you to take the leap of faith, and I told you if you didn't like it, you didn't have to buy it, I would sell it. Um, but you did, or at least you told me you liked it. <laughs> I did. It's still on my wall, and um, it's still keeping time. Excellent. I Good. I it every morning. Good. Yeah. It was a, a clock. You wanted a, a little bit of an industrial feel to it. And so I, it's kind of hard to describe, but I created the numbers, the 12, 3, 6, and 9 out of screws. I told you how many total. There were a couple hundred. There were over 300. Was it? Yes. Because <laughs> I counted. Because you counted. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, it, it did take on that industrial look and we did, you know, metal around the outside and it was some beadboard in the middle. So it had some texture and I was pleased with how it came out and I was hoping you were too. It, yeah, it, it turned out great. It just gives a, a nice accent to the space I have down the basement because I have a lot of uh, blacks and browns and grays going on. And then I have the industrial type entertainment center, mm-hmm. you know, that has the um, uh, distressed kind of wood uh, look to it with some metal hardware on it, and it and just, that was nice because you provided me with the pictures of those pieces, so I kind of knew where it had to fit and and could just kind of right be just creative do. within those well, confines. You were, will. Thank you were. You. So for those listening, there's my endorsement for Amy <laughs> right off. Thank you. Right off the jump, that she will provide something very high quality and uh, aesthetically pleasing as well. So, Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So tell me, so you're by appointment. Yes. Correct, mm-hmm. right? So and I know you do individual consultations because that's the, that's the most important part of it, I think, is the consultation piece of it. Because like you said, there's people who they know exactly what they want. There's people who just let you kind of do it. But either way, you need to have that consultation. You need to understand the space a little bit more. Exactly. You need to understand maybe some of their preferences for decor and color and so tell me a little bit more about the process if you don't mind well and to your point you know a lot of that is sometimes things that people can't articulate or don't don't even realize about their tastes or their styles or whatever they just you know kind of pick what they like but but haven't summarized it that way so being able to see their space and just pull from the cues that they've chosen and that sort of thing obviously if it's a brand new house they just moved into that's not their taste but just really taking a look at that and then having those conversations also you know one thing to really take into account when I do especially like custom builds and that sort of thing like I do farm tables for dining tables and benches and that sort of thing is if people have kids Hmm. you know if you have small kids it's not your furniture is not going to stay pristine 
And so, you know, sometimes people really appreciate the fact that, you know, I'll pre-distress it for them. Um, you know, I'll make okay. some marks. And that way when, yeah. you know, that makes sense. Johnny drops the plate and makes a dent in it, it just it blends in. It's not um, the end of the world when it uh, takes on life. <laughs> so so you've also you've also done some really creative things. I've seen you what was the one project that you did with the bread box, an old bread box? Oh yeah, I converted it into a um, like a charging station. It was one that had the, the almost roll, like a roll top roll front to um, it, yeah. And converted that into to a place you can charge iPads and phones and all that sort of thing. Okay. And I've seen some of the farm tables um, that you've done and they're they're wonderful. I love the the contrast of the black like legs and chairs with the darker wood up top mm-hmm. that to me is it's a it's a great look of course everybody has their preferences but uh, I'm looking on your Instagram page here now and taking a look at some of the projects that you're doing I mean the fireplace mantle yep right that's actually my house <laughs> okay it's always great to do self projects right? well you know you test those waters that's see what I was going to say you test a little bit right sure. you test with color and stuff like that yeah Let's see what else you got here. I've seen some, uh, definitely some dining tables, some kitchen tables. Love this industrial uh, type cart with the different color woods. Can you describe that to me a little bit, or tell me, oh, tell that, me what you're going for there? Um, that's just I call it my board buck bench. It's just a it's a bench, but um, instead of the boards going lengthwise, I have them go across. So they're I think nine short boards and just stain them different colors and it just gives it a nice texture and well that's that's what makes it work is that they're all different colors right like it, it really gives it a lot of character and that can obviously be custom to blend in with whatever decor people want mm-hmm. light wood dark wood so i'm also looking at a dry sink yeah done a dry sink mm-hmm. there so this so this came into you so if we can describe we're both looking at this on our phone which unfortunately you cannot see by the way um <laughs> on the podcast here so this is a dry sink that came in it's red colored yeah, and the, it, was, it was a family piece that unfortunately Fido got a hold of on the bottom couple corners, so they were pretty chewed up and beat up. Mm-hmm. But the client loved the piece. It was very sentimental to her. It, red was not her thing, but she loves the uh, the Southwest turquoises and that sort of thing. So we did a textured um, finish on that with turquoise and black. It was like a dry brush technique I did on it, so you get the variations in the color, mm-hmm. and then accented it with copper hardware. Nice. So it really did take on that Southwest feel, but it it enabled her to keep on um, using a piece that she was very sentimentally attached to. Right, and you didn't alter, other than the paint, you really didn't alter this particular piece. No, just repairs. Yeah, just repairs, mm-hmm. yeah. So... I love it. You really got some uh, nice stuff on the Instagram. Again, I follow you on Instagram, but I can't remember every photo that you post. But <laughs> um, So what else do you want to tell me about uh, what you do, Amy's Upcycles? Well, I, I love the fact that you said when you drive past a piece of furniture, you you know, assess it now. Um, and, you know, another one of my clients gave me a very similar great compliment is, you know, I'll never look at old furniture the same way again. And that's kind of what what I'm looking to do. There are so many beautiful pieces out there. New isn't always better. You know, there's there's some amazing things. And then, you know, getting people to even realize there's a lot of outside-the-box things that you can do with, with pieces, even that are in your family or that you come across or whatever. Um, you know, dressers can become kitchen islands. 
or soaking desks. You know, it's it's hard to envision. That's where I come in. I but was going to say that's totally where you come in. It is. Yeah. You know, and that's that's something that that I can design and, and work with clients. I I did do a um, a dresser into a kitchen island because it was just uh, my client had an odd space, so we had certain um, measurements we needed to stay within, and it it worked out perfectly. It went on wheels. It ended up with a um, like a magnetic side, so she had places to put you know, grocery lists or, or whatever. And then it was, you know, a a butcher block top to it, Mm -hmm. storage in it. It, it, you know, it came out great. So bringing me some of the obstacles in your home is also, you know, a great opportunity. Let's take, you know, let's take a look at, at some of the issues you're having. If you don't have enough storage, let's, you know, you can convert those whenever you go into a thrift store, those, um, old TV consoles when TVs were about, three feet deep mm-hmm. there are a million of them in a thrift store because nobody, nobody needs them anymore right. those are great to convert into armoires or storage or that kind of thing you put a new back on them you shelve them and right. you've got a great piece so yeah um, and for folks listening amy is no joke here like you know how to run power tools like you <laughs> you know how to do this like this isn't just like you're not just messing around with this kind of stuff <laughs> Like you're you're hardcore over there. Thank you. So yeah, <laughs> how does the audience get a hold of you? I am on social media. Um, I have an email address. You can text me my phone number. Will you be posting this, or is this something you would like me to rattle off? <laughs> yes, you may certainly rattle it off. But we're going to put it in the show notes as well. So, okay. Yeah, go for it. Um, they can reach me by phone or text at six one two eight zero three six eight five three, or by email at. Um, Amy's Upcycles at gmail.com. Cool. And then you have the Instagram page as well? I do. And I have a Facebook page as well. Okay. What are those two? Um, Amy's Upcycles for both. At Amy's Upcycles on Instagram and then just Amy's Upcycles. Okay. That's Facebook. easy enough. Yeah. I didn't know if it was something different. I nope. Like nope. Same thing. Amy's underscore Upcycles or nope. any of that. So it's just Amy's Upcycles. Gotcha. How did you get into this? I started by... I wasn't able to find certain pieces that I wanted for my own house. And so I just started making them or converting something else into into what I wanted. Um, and then my house got too full of furniture. <laughs> and I had to start selling some things. <laughs> okay. Um, it was a little bit of a sickness, I think. And, uh, you know, that, then I just, I enjoyed doing it so much. And, you know, it's, it's such a rush seeing the beginning piece and then what you can turn it into so um, you know I just started doing that a little bit on the side and it took on a life of its own yeah and I know you're passionate about it like I know you see the vision of a piece I know you see the lines I mean we've been at flea markets together where we've seen pieces of furniture and we're like hey you can do this and this and this and just kind of figuring out what's next yes yeah which you know I understand for my for my clients sake not everybody is able to see the end product. So, um, you know, that's where I try and, and go slow and, you know, take them step by step. And if it's not something they can visualize, then a lot of times I'll just, 
you know, start the project and then they can see where we are and then we talk through where we're going to go. Yeah. You know, we can take it a, a step at a time that way too. So, yeah. Well, thanks also for, uh, for being a member of the chamber. Absolutely. I know I see you at a lot of events and some people may not think, oh, Amy's upcycles or repurposing furniture, why you have a chamber membership and why are you at these events? But I know you've made a lot of great relationships. Absolutely. Over the years. For by sure. Being involved with the- yeah. When I moved here, um, you know, considering I work in a workshop by myself and, um, you know, I didn't know anybody, you know, I, I wanted a way to get out into the community and, and meet people and support other people's businesses, you know, because that's a big part of this too. Starting my own business, well, twice because I started in Minnesota and then I had to totally reinvent the wheel here because of the market. You know, I understand the, the hurdles that uh, entrepreneurs face and regardless of your industry, it, you you face very similar challenges, whether it's social media or accounting or you know whatever. Yeah. So it's been nice connecting with people that uh, you know share those same ups and downs and sure. Yeah, there's some something to be said to have a, a, a like mindset with somebody else and who you can bounce some issues off of and right just kind of figure it all out. Absolutely, we're all doing the same thing. <laughs> so for the audience listening. <laughs> Let's, let's be honest with one another. We're all doing the same thing. We're just trying to figure it out. Exactly. So, no one really knows what they're doing. Right. We're all trying to figure it out. You can put out this finely polished thing, but really, you're trying to figure it out, too. But, that's, but it's all good. It's what we're here for. We're here to support one another in the community. So Yeah, and I've is, met a lot of great people this way. So Yeah. Well, cool. Well, thanks for your membership. We appreciate it. Is there anything else about Amy's Upcycles that you would like to tell us? Um, I think we've covered the main points, but um, I think we did too. You know, if if anyone's looking to brainstorm, you know, I do free consultations, you know, and work with people just on ideas, just present an obstacle, present a piece of furniture, and just say, what do you think? You know, we can talk through lots of different options. Mm -hmm. So all that's free. If you uh, if you have a piece you want to address, just give me a call or shoot me an email or a photo. What I, a photo would be good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I would encourage everybody listening to the podcast to reach out to Amy. Now you're going to be flooded. <laughs> it's a good problem. Now to you're have. going to have to. Now you're going to have to have an answering service, right? So I'll go good. through the chamber to find my. Yes. <laughs> see, see how the connections work. So, Amy, thanks for being on the podcast today. Appreciate it. Thanks so much, Bill. Yeah, thanks. So, guys, this has been this episode of the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce Chamber Chat. Once again, I'm Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions for the podcast, please email podcast at tricountyareachamber.com. That's podcast at tricountyareachamber.com. Until we connect again, all my best, and bye for now. Thank you again for downloading this episode. If you would like to stay in touch with your Chamber of Commerce, please visit our website. That's tricountyareachamber.com. You can also follow us on social media, on LinkedIn. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and now Instagram. You can also pick up the phone and call us at 610-326-2900. A live person will pick up the phone. Once again, on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, please consider subscribing to this podcast. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, and many more. So again, subscribe to this podcast and also turn on notifications where you'll be notified of new episodes. 
the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce, serving the greater Pottstown area since 1927.